segue into Steve Vines. How are you? I didn't mean to do that, by the way. You're talking about Merrill, right? No, uh, yeah, that was it. That's it. That's it. Interesting name, Merrill. Yeah, good to see you, Steve. Good morning. As always, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Start where you will. <laughs> well, I've, I've I've just been um, spending my time as as most people do pondering constitutional reform. Yeah, I usually too. do it before breakfast, yeah, yeah. but sometimes after. Three times. And and I think that now we've got to a stage where things are entirely clear instead of partially foggy. And what's entirely clear is that the government and their masters, so more importantly their masters in Beijing, have have taken a view, which I now believe they took some time ago, but it's only become really evident now, that they really don't give a damn whether the constitutional reforms are passed in LegCo or yeah, not. And- because what they are doing, and you can see it now, because I... I I lead a sad life. So I spent mm. a little time trolling through um, government press releases of what the various goons have been saying. And what they've already developing, the, they're already developing the propaganda line they're going to take, which is, we wanted democracy, but it was thwarted by the Democrats. Mm. So they're really delighted. They're rubbing their hands. They're saying, oh, yeah, please, please get them to... Uh, reject this in LegCo, then we can come out and say, we're the real Democrats. These people have thwarted us in our attempts to progress democratic reform. Now, if there was even a scintilla of doubt that, that their thinking is going in another direction, you would by now have seen at least one, but you don't see this, minister or, or goon Y or goon B coming up and saying, well, look, there's a compromise here. We could you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go through with the main programme, but we'll do the following things on the sides. So desperate have been those poor deluded fools who think that there's some genuine attempt to introduce some form of democracy that they, they, they go up to these people from Beijing and they say, I tell you what, why don't you just promise that if you pass this legislation, when it comes to the next, uh, next slug of legislation for the Legislative Council, you will make commitments to do this and that. And they go... I'll tell you what, and what they tell them are words that begin with F and O, and um, I don't know what they mean, but apparently they use those words, and they go away and go, right, okay, Um, well, what about, no, no, what about, we've already told you what the plan is, and you have one choice, to accept, or, oh yes, to accept. So this, for example, I mean, if you want a good laugh, you you could contemplate the current situation, which is that there's a consultation exercise going through. I mean, please. How do we consult, by the way? Well, we consult by saying... Or be consulted. Will, the following, will you please accept the following proposals? Tick yes. And you say, well, where's the no box? No, the consultation is for you to tick yes. So they will round up, and they're very good at this. The DAB is particularly good at this. They'll mobilise. That's the thing, they, they are really good at it. No, no, they are, they are. And I'm Slickly not oiled machine. Uh, uh, they will round up all sorts of people to send in um, pieces of paper, which they will have written, because they don't trouble people with writing their own submissions. It's all written for them, saying, jolly good proposals. We think this is as much democracy as, po- as Hong Kong could possibly handle. Thank you very much. Next. Yeah. So, I mean... I know this sounds, and goodness, you you wouldn't hear this from me, slightly cynical, but it's cynicism based on now this overwhelming volume of evidence, which is that the whole, the whole 
idea of bringing forward constitutional reform has now become a cynical ploy to say, look, we will, we will, we will make a proposal that we know perfectly well you couldn't accept if you really believe in universal suffrage. But the beauty of it is we can blame you, not ourselves. But that's tried and tested. Yeah. It's tried and tested, but it's extraordinary in Hong Kong how what to me is absolutely evident as the nose on your face is still a matter of some confusion and people are going, well, you know, if we pass this, maybe they'd be nice enough to offer us, um, you know, a sweetie or possibly a lollipop. Um, but, you know, that ain't going to happen. That just ain't going to happen. So what is, the, what is the conclusion of this? They will have a Pyrrhic victory because they will have thwarted constitutional reform, which is, was anyway the plan, they will have blamed the Democrats, so that's an added plus. And then you have a situation where there's the battle for public opinion. And they are banking on the fact that Hong Kong people are stupid and won't get it. Mm. Well, good luck with that. Absolutely. Good luck with that. I'm, I'm very confident that, that their low opinion of Hong Kong people is misguided. At the end of the day, though, who pays the price and how? There's all this stuff floating well, around in the news about, you know, less people from overseas coming here than ever to work and stuff, more well, people that, leaving. That, da, that da, 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 da. in pre-inflationary times was called the $64,000 question. Yeah. And I think the answer is it throws us into the abyss because you don't really know how this will pan out. What you do know is that it stores up even more aggravation. So that what happens after you've stored up that aggravation? How does it manifest itself? Will it manifest itself on the streets? Will it manifest itself, which, of course, it will immediately in social media, but these guys don't read social media, so it doesn't bother them. You know, the fact the rest of Hong Kong is, that's nothing to do with them whatsoever. So my thought about this is that instead of having any kind of orderly transition from a lack of democracy towards some kind of representative government, you're going to have an almighty fight. And if, if the government really thinks that's the best way for Hong Kong to proceed in a state of confront, constant confrontation, well, good luck to them. I personally don't think that's a very brilliant plan. But, of course, they think that forever you can hold the line. You know, they, they, it, it's like any dictatorship and let's not mince words the communist party of china is a dictatorship they always think they'll last forever you know the thousand year reich in germany that joe stalin saying you know when i contemplate the next 300 years it will be a gleaming soviet future well do you know what they're not right <laughs> and in fact i can't think in the modern era of any dictatorship that's lasted longer than 60 years so already the, the Communist Party is doing pretty well. Mm. I mean, the Communist Party of China, it hasn't lasted as long as the Soviet Union, that's true. But it's coming up to what some people would regard as a sell-by date. So, of course, we have the uncertainty of not knowing what will happen on the mainland itself. And we certainly don't know what's going to happen in Hong Kong. So, really, the net result of this constitutional reform Farago will be to create confrontation and create uncertainty. Very good. Excellent. Well, that's the big thing. But what we see every day are the little things, and there are lots of them. You're talking about on the streets, all that argy-bargy about parallel traders. And there seems to be an implication that the people... I mean, more than argy-bargy. Well, yeah, just... No, 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 but I'm just, just, just make the point. You know, you get to a stage where tear gas is fired yeah. during protests. That's what I mean by argy-bargy. Yeah, no, no, I know, but, but I, I'm just, you know, I'm just egging the, egging the omelette. That's is that a phrase? <laughs> yeah, it is now. <laughs> 
But there's, a, there's an assumption that the people who live in these areas are wrong. They don't know. These people could be just tourists coming in. I think if you live in a place, you know who's taking the you-know-what. Or, or another, another method of finding out, and this is a bit radical, is take the train, go to Tunmun. Apparently it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's quite easy. I've done it. It's quite easy. It's, it's not like, gosh, how do we know? Tunmun is full of mainland people with big bags buying up milk powder. How do we know that? How can you possibly tell? And then you have people people in authority still saying, um, we need more mainland tourists, they're just tourists. I, honestly, I mean, you know what's going on on your manor. You know if somebody's taking over you your do. place, don't you? Yeah. And they this, do, and, and unfortunately it's just come to boiling point and they've boiled. This, this reminds me of a... Well, reminds me, it only happened yesterday. There was a marvellous interview on the BBC with uh, President Assad of Syria and he was asked, you know, whether he was still in control of his country. And he said, because he speaks good English, he said, well, of course, anyone who's been to Syria can see I am, you know, fully in control. I'm he thinking, was ducking and well, diving and dodging and weaving. There you go. <laughs> now, now I'm convinced. Is there a war going on in Syria? Well, there's a few terrorists out there, but, you know. I mean, this is the kind of idiocy that, that is being introduced into the Hong Kong political system. I'm glad you used that word. Because I completely forgot about this, and this is an absolute platinum seller. Thank you very much to Steve for getting in touch. Yes, that really is his Good name. Good name. I cannot think of anything better than to talk about my favourite person in Hong Kong, of course, the ever-charismatic CE hopeful Regina Ip. <laughs> so sorry to hear that she fell for the email scam, which cleared her out of nearly twelve million, uh, one and a half million Hong Kong dollars from her Swiss bank account. Um, can't quite read what you said there, Steve. Couldn't have happened to a nicer person, he said. Aside from the abject stupidity of the woman to open an email which allowed this, I would ask, why has she got a Swiss bank account in the first place? I would add, Steve, when did she open it? <laughs> um, and so he goes on. As a professional civil servant, where did she get the necessary funds to start an SBA? Usually a minimum of several million US dollars. And he says, what is she hiding? The amounts of money certain people in public office are sitting on is very suspicious. Have a look at the CY Wolf's history as an enormously well-paid surveyor in his early days for a start. Brilliant. Thank you for getting in touch. I, it's just like, a, it's like something out of Beano that the security boss falls for something that uh, a the, the former school security kid wouldn't boss, fall for. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, as listeners don't know, I'm wearing, exactly I, I, I'm, I'm wearing black in mourning for Regina's problems. It's, it's been a source of But that is the height of numptiness. We get these emails well, every day. People, people don't remember the whole history, and, and far be it from me to repeat it. But as you've twisted my arm... <laughs> oh, go on, then. As you've twisted my arm... Uh, she was indeed a civil servant for most of her life, but what people forget is the extraordinary bitter and, I mean, if she was capable of embarrassment, it would be it would have been an embarrassment squabble over her husband's will. She married um, a, a rather wealthy man who who died um, quite some years ago, and there was an enormous ball brawl within that family which ended up in court over over the over the month the family money which she managed to get her hands on so actually that's probably it then. to be fair that that that's how she got her money um to be also fair i gather that no members of that family are speaking to her and blah 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 but you know i wouldn't mention it unless you force me yeah well thanks very much steve i won't <laughs> ask you to mention that because it's a bit naughty don't. but look look i mean you know when you watch these no, but, but there is the interesting point which steve raises and most people call steve a very bright in my experience <laughs> is why the hell does, does this this great patriot feel the need to have a swiss bank account what's wrong with the people's bank of uh, china heart on the left wallet what? on the right <laughs> yeah, well, in, 
Ain't that a fact? Ain't that a fact? I'm not really too fussed about all this stuff. The thing that befuddles me is like... Incidentally, what's your Swiss bank account <laughs> number? I, I'm just asking. <laughs> you reckon? You reckon? Oh, it's just, it's just out of viz. It's fantastic. Secretary for Security X, I know. But, you know, you're privileged. You watch TV shows like Spooks. <laughs> yeah. They're privileged to some amazing classified stuff. And then she gets an email from... Purportedly from... Well, I get tons of emails yes. from people I know... Saying, I've locked myself out, I've left my wallet, blah, blah, can you flip me a thousand dollars? We know these are bogus. We just don't open them. And, by the way... I got an email the other day from somebody in Nigeria. Exactly. Saying that that, that if I would respond in a favourable fashion, I could get access to ten million dollars. Is it your contention that in some way that's not valid? Well, she said she didn't realise, etc, etc. But there's one thing, most email services today have got the opening line or whatever of the thing... um, on the screen. You don't have to click. It says, Dear Phil, da-da-da-da-da, yeah, I hate yeah, you, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yes, So I know. What? I mean, I'm not the most internet-savvy person on the planet. And that I, was I, an I, amazing... And even I kind of understand this stuff. I also understand that when I get emails from myself, as I think a lot of us do... It's not actually from me. It's not actually from me. <laughs> but this yes. is amazing. I, I, get, I get a lot of emails from myself... Inviting me to look in the yellow page. Yo, three still in with Steve Vines. It's 21 minutes to 11 o'clock right now. I must say, on the back of Backchat this morning, it is very sad news to hear that Michael Lynch is stepping down as the chief executive of the West Kowloon Authority. Now, I couldn't pretend to know the reasons why. I, I, I just think it's probably not been the easiest of jobs for him. They were talking about this uh, on Batchat and I think on Newswrap the other night and somebody suggested that, well, it's gone into the heavy construction stage, it's not really a place for an artistic administrator. So I can only assume that we await the imminent arrival of the new boss, Bob the Builder. Well, I mean, isn't, ain't, this, ain't this a fact? This is supposed to be... In case anybody has, has lost sight of what this is supposed to be... This which is a lot spo- of us have. Yeah, which is supposed to be an arts complex. So... Um, yeah. whatever, centre, hub. Oh, they they like the word hub, don't they? Let's call it a hub, just for bub, bub, hub purposes. But the fact of the matter is that um, the, the content, which you would have thought was the absolutely crucial part of this, keeps getting lost in the buildings. So, you know, it's these grandiose schemes of all these bureaucrats who are completely obsessed by these legacy projects. You know, they want to see a big building, you know, the Carryland Memorial swimming pool, the, the Regina Rip Memorial torture chamber. I mean, all of these things, they want a solid building to, 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 to in their eyes, validate their time in office. But the real crucial thing is, of course, the content. And Michael Lynch... Um, clearly has the wherewithal to to be the administrator and to be the boss of this outfit. But but I still think that, that what he was asked to do, or what anybody in that job is asked to do, is completely impossible. Because the whole idea is so deeply flawed that you put culture all in one place. So, you know, it, it's essential that you have a museum of calligraphy next to a performing arts centre, next to a contemporary art museum. All of these, in their own right, are entirely valid, in my view. Why they all have to be in the same place, I have never understood and continue not to understand. So then you get to a situation where, because everything's so big and so complex, it becomes almost impossible to handle. Huge, now, now, we know that the, 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 the first attempt they had at recruiting a... Um, 
an outsider to run it, ended very quickly when he uh, conveniently fell ill. Michael Lynch has been doing it for longer than Nigel... I can't Graham remember Sheffield. His, Graham Sheffield. But, but, you know, he says he's got pressing personal circumstances. I, I have no information about whether he does or he doesn't. But the fact of the matter is, I am very confident that the pressure he's been under from the bureaucrats has been of a kind that wouldn't make a normal person feel like a happy camper. So I don't know. It, I, I'm not speculating on the real reasons he left because I simply don't know. But I do know that whoever's going to do this job is being asked to do the impossible and won't be able to do it. You know what's going to happen, though? The nasty stuff is about to begin. I sent you a rude text yesterday, but I wasn't kidding. It's all going to start off, oh, blinking guilos, da-da-da-da-da, get the, you know, it's well, all going to happen. May, but but well let me stress, that. the right man for the job. It doesn't matter if they're round, square, brown, yellow, striped or whatever, but you know it's going to start. Oh, I think, I, 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 well, I think it has started, actually, but um, I think the, uh, as, as you say, it doesn't matter what shape or, or design the person is, but I still really don't think the job is doable. It's a massive it's a massive job, job. you know and and it's not a you, you know it, it, you, you said slightly jokingly before we began this discussion oh maybe it's going to be bob the builder now because <laughs> you think i was joking no, no, but, but the point is that, that it is true that they are moving into the construction stage and it would be a fatal mistake so i'm sure they'll take it you know what, to focus though? just on the building. Say, oh, we don't need somebody who knows anything about all this artsy-fartsy stuff. We know somebody who knows how to, you know, get a drain right. Well, let's think about this more specifically. I mean, you could be, you just say, well, it's building, it's houses, it's buildings, it's concert halls. It's concert halls, it's theatres. The, the, the specifics of designing and building these things are just microscopically difficult indeed which is why which is why there's no cause to have them all done together you know build a, a first-rate concert hall get in people who know about acoustics and all the other stuff which as you say is you know i, it, I happen to know it, it that can't they've be got done a... with joe joe what's it from down the road who they, once they did have... a you know a window frame yeah well absolutely they have got a whole bunch of uh, yes, overseas experts in this mm. field coming and going all the time talking about got, this they've stuff. They've got perfectly good people working there. In fact, one of them is a friend of mine. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not. See, that's right. You're absolutely right. But she's an arts, uh, a fine arts specialist. You know, um, knows what she's doing, and I know she has colleagues who know what they're doing. So the problem is, as ever, never the individuals are bad or are some way incompetent, but it's the whole picture is too confused. There was, and a, there's this this. This absolutely remorseless problem in the bureaucracy, you know, there's government department A vying with government department B, oh, and then there's Mr. So-and-so who's got to be accommodated, and we've got to give face to Mrs. So-and-so. Oh, and do you remember... And so it goes Meanwhile, on. back at yeah. the Batcave... Meanwhile, back at the paintings, as I believe they're called... Yeah, well, listen... It, it, you know, who cares? There was a thing going around after Graham Sheffield left from a very, very reliable source... And this could be nonsense, but you believe this fellow that, you know, he, he got really sick of dealing with the Home Affairs Bureau. I, I can't this think... This could be scurrilous rumour. I can't think why. <laughs> that would have been a brilliant ender there, wouldn't yeah. it? But this, yeah. But this is true. I mean, you, you talk about things all being in one place. I'm, I'm really determined we should try and be fair about this. Michael's um, had a, a massive input in the South Bank, and that's kind of a bunch of places yeah. next to each other. But, but, but not anything like on this scale. And if you think about y that... You got it there, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but no, but if you think about it, you, you talk, we're talking about the South Bank in London and, and the, 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 some of the notable elements of that are the Royal Festival Hall, 
which was built something like 50 years ago. QE Hall, Purcell Room. Yes, all of that. The National Film Theatre. But they were never conceived as being a hub. It, you, you know, they just, they just grew organically. How about so, suck the life out of anything? Call it a hub. Well, I, that's what I, I... I hate hubs. I've, you know, I've never come across a hub I've liked. <laughs> it's just the thinking behind that word. It goes back to where you started. Somebody's, you know, behemoth legacy project. Yeah, I know. Mind, mind you, we've got a nice example here from Shirley. I mean, you, you know, you go from the macro to the micro. I mean, this is just, just so bizarre you 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 think it wouldn't happen except you know it would she she was in cyber port the the waterfront over there that's a hub incidentally (laughs) Uh, and and some some um a family as far as i could work it out from what she's saying they put up a small tent um and (laughs) this resulted in the cops sending out a squad of four or five officers to go to these people, force them to take the tent down. Well, it was in the middle of Parkinshop. It, 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 it could have been in, it, or in sight of Parkinshop. I don't know if it was quite that bad. It's not stated in this email. Mm-hmm. Um, so the four or five policemen who apparently um, have no responsibilities for tackling crime but have very urgent um, uh, demands on their time in fact 40 minutes, according to her was spent making this family take this tent down I mean, what is this? What is this? Perhaps they were suicide campers. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, You see a lot of this stuff going on. It's, you know, I know that we have one of the most heavily manned police forces in the world, if not per capita, the most heavily manned police force in the world. And if they've really got nothing to do, I suggest, boys, you sit at the back of the station, light a fag and have a cup of tea, and don't bother citizens when all they're doing is having a bit of fun of a Sunday afternoon. But, hey, that's just me. What does she wrap up with? Is Is there a nice Shirley conclusion in that? Hong Kong, Asia's world city. What a joke. Oh, there you go. Thanks for writing. <laughs> Morning Brew at rthk.hk. We love them. Now, what now, else? Talking of fast, go on, then. Uh, we still have, and you, you couldn't Adam and Eve it unless you lived in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. The long-running saga of ATV. Mm-hmm. I mean... Now for the moves. <laughs> I mean, the latest. You, you know, you look at it and you go... We be selling our farmyard. We be selling everything. And, uh, the latest is they can't find anybody to cough up the sums of money the current owners want to sell their shares for. They say they're not offering enough. So they say, I'll tell you what, we'll open it up to the public and everybody in Hong Kong who wants to can, can chip in 10,000... I can't They're doing it. a Kickstarter. Uh, yeah, 10,000 10, bucks and they can have a share in ATV. I mean, what one thing you know about this is, and let's just make it as clear as possible, it won't work. So what are they playing at? They don't pay their staff. That the, the happy, clappy accountants they've got in says, oh, uh, ATV actually is not such a bad company. It hasn't really got any liabilities. Oh, Clean for, was the word. Clean, except for to its staff. Oh, well, that's all right then. Sort them. That's all right then. You know, they've, I mean, they just worked there and made the station. Why? <laughs> I mean, you know. Exactly. Why should they be paid? I can't see any conceivable reason. But I'm just thinking, you know, as somebody who runs a company, if I hadn't paid my staff for two months... I would be in front of the magistrate's court. You'd be in Bahrain by now, I should imagine. (laughs) (laughs) And that's was really lucky. You know, tout de suite. This is just absolutely breathtaking. They they owe a fine 
to the um, to the government for for not having paid for their license. Oh well, that's all right. You know, um, uh, well, you know, they're having difficulties. Maybe you know, it's not urgent. It then goes to Legco. I mean, you cannot make this up. It goes to Legco with a resolution by Claudia Mao. Maybe it's because it was from Claudia Mao. And uh, saying, you know, this is disgraceful, they should be shut down. And all the goons from the pro-government side, because ATV is a pro-government station, amend the resolution to say, well, yes, it is very bad, but, you know, we shouldn't do anything about it. Mm. I mean, these are the legislators who are saying that a company that has the mandate of heaven, i.e. the the, the approval from Beijing, should not have to uh, um, accord to the laws of the rest of Hong Kong. The one thing I don't understand (laughs) is the... Uh, you will. I don't understand this. We'll pay you by uh, January or whatever it was, and then we'll uh, do a tick, tick, tock, tick, tock, and here, you know. Yeah, well, it was. We'll pay you by December. I'll so gladly I'll pay, you, pay you Tuesday. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday. Now, listen, young man, you don't need the money as much as I do. I've got a Rolls Royce to feed. But we haven't heard a lot about the staff recently, as we're mentioning it. Oh, my information is and this is not i mean this is just by talking to people who work there is is that um job ads are being surveyed with complete and utter earnestness i mean i assume that that many of them will leave but a lot of them rightly say look we've done this work remember enron <laughs> yes i was just just to finish we've done this work we expect to be paid for it but yeah i mean you know well, um I, I think the problem with ATV... You know when Enron closed, all the staff were busy taking out the computers and what have you to, 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 to give them something. When ATV closed, apparently they, all their gear is so... Um, <clears throat> that nobody's going to even bother to take it away. I'll tell you, I do remember, after that was all done and dusted, they were advertising for jobs. It was That's Enron, true. and it was That's like true. janitors and stuff they I were know, looking for. I know, I know. I hey, know. I've got an email here. I've got a couple of emails here. Uh, Mary says, join the dots, the boss is already in Duncan. Sorry, the, the boss is already... In West Kowloon. Oh, it's already in West Kowloon. Yeah. Well, maybe. And also, uh, Alan says, I think the reason the cyber campers used a DEFCON 1 was obvious. Anyone setting up a tent is obviously an Occupy terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Association. Yeah, very good point, very Association. good point. I hope, I hope the tent wasn't yellow. Oh, I my know. God. Well, well, he said we've had a few of them on the beach in Lama, so it's like yeah. a flash, a flashpoint, isn't it? Tent. Tent. Umbrella. Yes. Nick. Yes. Send out, send out, send out the militia. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, good. Well done, boys. Amazing. You, you, well, look, you, you just covered yourself in glory. Just to wrap up the uh, the ATV thing. Curious now, what will happen? How you know? Will we hear more about well, Ricky, it will collapse. Ricky Wong? I mean, you know, will it just get disappeared? Will their license get yanked, or will we? Well, I mean, the fact is that despite the attempts of the government, of legislators, and all these people who are supposed to be responsible to preside over what is now an illegal unlawful entity it will it will trickle on for a bit and then of course it will collapse i mean there isn't a scintilla of doubt as to what the end game here is the question is will they learn anything from this answer no will a better company come forward and occupy that license who knows i doubt it see we don't know who's connected to who etc etc except we know which side of the fence they're on and they're on the pro-government side of the fence and apparently if you're on the pro-government side of the fence the law is not something you have to obey Mm. that sends a very very chilling message wider message to people in hong kong really does yeah yeah all right just before we say goodbye today the vote of no no the vote of thanks 
for, for the policy address. Uh, you mean the vote of no thanks? I was about to say that. Um, you <laughs> know, it's, it's usually a fait accompli, but chances are... Well, recently I, I, it hasn't been quite a fait accompli. Let's just see if they've, you know, let's just see if there's anything popped up, because this, is, this has been it's ongoing. It's going on, yeah, yeah, more yeah, or less yeah. now, yeah. I think the answer is that they will, they'll say no thank you. We don't love you, Lan Chung Ying. Who knew? What's the significance of this? Um, not much. This procedure? It's, it's a formality. I mean, if, if it meant that the contents of the policy address were therefore not able to be um, implemented, then it would mean something. But this is just a formality. It's a way of expressing unlike... Uh, dis- unlike. Click dis- unlike. Dis- click unlike. Sorry about that. Dislike. And, uh, and I don't know how people could dislike Lan Chung Ying. I just don't get it.